On this Wednesday, October the 18th, we come to another narrative that the gospel writer that John presents us with where Jesus has an interaction one-on-one. We've seen this earlier in the gospel with Nicodemus. Uh, We saw it with the woman at the well. We saw it with the man uh, who had been sick for 38 years at the Pool of Bethesda. And so in our reading today, it is a blind man. And I'm going to kind of comment before and maybe a little bit during, uh, instead of kind of it all doing afterwards and, and then reading the scripture again. I do want you to kind of put your position here as a listener who's observing what happened, because I believe what John shows us in this passage is the journey of a disciple. Uh, the blind man who encounters Jesus, doesn't really know who he is, sees him as a miracle worker, and then eventually we see him proclaim faith, while at the same time, the religious people, the Pharisees, who have seen the same thing happen and unfold before them, they are characterized by John as being blind. And yet we also understand, I believe, a scenario that's playing out with John's community uh, toward the end of the first century, where those who were believers, the followers of Jesus, those who are Christian, are now being kicked out of the synagogue. And so that very much a threat that has come to actuality in the lives of the early church, the early Christians. So we hear this story, it's a rather lengthy reading, but I want you to just journey with this story as John tells it and position yourself there as an observer, as a listener, as one who's watching what's happening. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind. So you see in this passage, the whole cause and effect that that sin must be causing illness. And Jesus is going to give an answer that kind of shows a different way. Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva. And then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. And so he went and washed and came back seeing. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar were saying, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, It is he. Others said, No, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the man. So they said to him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus, made mud, and anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. And they said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. And that was Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put mud on my eyes and I washed and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? 
and there was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him, since he has opened your eyes? And he said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight. And they asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age, he will speak for himself. And then John brackets and tells us his parents said these things because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess Jesus to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been born blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he is a sinner I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples? And they revived him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why, this is an amazing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? And Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, We see, your guilt remains. What a testimony of faith that unfolds in this passage as John shows us a man labeled uh, by the world uh, as a sinner, uh, set aside in a corner to merely exist. And Jesus goes and finds this man. He sees this man. And as an act of the creator God, he takes the dust of the ground and with his spittle, uh, the mud makes mud to put on the man and then gives him the words that move him towards healing. To go wash in the pool of Siloam. And he does, and he comes back seeing. And from there, we, we realize that what happens now is this man has to live in a world in which now he can see, but with that, he gets treated 
uh, just as harshly as he was when he was blind, as the religious leaders are questioning him and questioning his parents and eventually move to casting him out. We see this man's faith move from just knowing that a miracle worker had done a miracle on him to claiming him to be a prophet to where he eventually comes to see who Jesus really is as Jesus once again comes and finds him after he's been cast out. This is Jesus who pursues and finds us. And then the closing summation of this man's discipleship faith journey, Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. Mm. Lord, I believe, and he worshiped him. And so this morning, I invite you to, to grow in that belief. I invite you to worship him and allow the one who will find you to open your eyes and to come to know him in a greater and deeper truth and to worship him. Lord, thank you for pursuing us and finding us, desiring to give us the ability to see, see beyond the darkness of the world and see the truth, the truth that is in Christ Jesus. So touch our eyes, open them, our hearts, open our hearts, our minds, and help us see. We thank you for your grace that searches us out, and that finds us, and that offers us life, that offers us sight, that offers us purpose and meaning. Lord, we worship you today. We worship you today as the one who is the way, the truth, the life, the one who is the light, the one who has saved our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.